That was a little 8-bit version of It's Still Rock and Roll to Me. Chris, you got to guess. Yeah, and I can't believe you came in with this candy-ass bullshit. Of course I know who that is. Neil Diamond. No. Uh, Paul McCartney. No. Uh, Better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Billy Joel? Yeah. Dude, I was going to come at you with, like, Married a Hot Chick. Um, He's from New York. Yeah, he, He's he, our spirit. He's short. He didn't. He didn't uh, start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Speaking of that, uh, Fallout Boy released a new version of that song. That and it updated the lyric oh, with new current stuff. The lyrics start kind of where the last one ended. So hey, you know what? First off, this is the best friend of me. So I'm Christopher Long, and I'm Johnny. Can't stand you. See, I like that. That's my favorite of all of them. All right. um, I think we should probably just call this episode Winging It. (laughs) Well, then they would all be called Winging It, Chris. You know what? We're kind of winging it, but uh, you got me on something. Here, let me give you something. I I have... um, Everyone knows I'm a hashtag music head. Oh, dude. So I... (laughs) So I kind of have strong opinions about one thing. All right. And this one, you brought out Fallout Boy? Yeah. Is it boys or boy? Uh, I think it's boy. Boy? Okay. So just one. Yeah. All right. So it's like the movie Airheads where they're the Lone Ranger. <laughs> the Lone they're, Rangers. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, my take, with the exception of Beastie Boys, I will never listen to to a band that has boy in their name. Beastie Boys is it. Beach Boys, nope. Fallout Boy, nope. Backstreet Boy, nope. Like, anything with boy in it, hey, I'm totally checked out. When are you going to name a bad band, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to totally check out. <laughs> None of it. None of it. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so a little peek behind the curtain. Chris and I... Um, We've been very busy and uh, haven't been able to record. And usually when we come up with an idea, it then takes us, you know, five or six more days. Sometimes we both need to watch a certain movie or a TV show or read a book. And uh, those things take time. And rather than having a plan and actually doing our homework... I just showed up at Chris's house today and said we need to record. You wouldn't take no for an answer. I wouldn't. Dude. Well, just give me one kiss and I'll leave you alone. <laughs> I'll just put the tip in. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so what have you been up to? <sighs> well, you met Peanut. Chris has the cutest dog. It's a French bulldog. Yeah, I think there's something else mixed in there with him. Um, I kind of want to get the dog DNA test where they can tell you exactly what kind of breed it is. <laughs> they have like a 26 of me for yeah, dogs. Yeah. Who knew? Oh. And, uh, but yeah, he's a Frenchie and he was neglected. We're at this point, we are fostering him. Um, dude, he's a good dog. Dude, how much better is your life with the dog in it? Dude, it's kind of nice coming home and at least having something there happy to see me. <laughs> Unconditional love. <laughs> At every 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 turn around the corner, there it is. I think I think he has some anxiety, so if you leave and he's not in his crate, he uh he'll leave presents. Okay. Uh 
but barring that, I mean, he's good. He's totally chilled out. We've had him for about a month. Dude, he's such a good dog. Okay, well, first of all, um, your son's allergic to peanuts. Yes. And you named your dog Peanut. Actually, that was totally Jackson. That's like me naming a dog Sugar, and my son's a type 1 diabetic. I mean, that would be like me naming a dog Tramadol. Real mature, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Tramadol. That's kind of got a ring to it, though. You know, and I've had I've had cats before. I'm I'm okay with cats, but boo. No, no, no. I like both. I like both. I like cats (laughs) because they 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 they, they, I like that they just they're kind of like me. They'll just jump up and get the fuck out of the room for no reason whatsoever. And uh, Annie's got a cat, and uh, cat's fucking rad, Myra, and. uh, It'll sometimes we'll be watching TV and it'll just it'll just run in and out of the room as fast as it can, like over and over again. Like check it out, fucking fast, I am, fucking fast, boy. Yeah, I'm still fast as fuck. Yeah, and that cat. So shout out to Myra because that that cat rules. It's a black cat. I don't think I've ever met a cat I liked. Yeah, but dogs. I will tell you, man, going through divorce and when you know, when I was getting used to like not having the, the boys around all the time. That dog was really there for me. And just sometimes, you know, just on your computer and they go and they, you know what? They're just going to lie on your feet while, while you're at your computer. That's just awesome. Peanut's a lover. He just wants to be, right like I'll be writing. He'll just jumps on the bed and will totally take a nap. Like doesn't <laughs> mind attention. Just like, just wants hey, to be I want to be in the room with you. And dude, hit unconditional left man dogs are the best dude they are the best i love dogs and you know what they always thought you like you know i give people shit they're emotional support animals but i kind of get it like it kind of calms you down a little bit you know and i don't know it's been i have i have shared custody of my dog kaya and uh and uh And you know what? It's not even the days I have my son. That would be easy to just have the dog travel with the child. But no, I pick him up. I have, him, uh, I have her Tuesday through Friday. And my son different days. And that's just the way it is. But you know what? That actually might be, have it staggered. So you yeah. Have and l- it kinda, it's kind of weird and it kind of sucks. But at the same time, the, I, have, I have her on days that he's not there. So it's like less lonely. Yep. Yeah. Well, I get it. I get it. So, what else have you been up to? Well, I've had a little bit of time on my hands. No. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say this is your fault right now. But, Chris, left to my own devices, I have gone down a TikTok rabbit hole. And I'm here to tell you that UFOs are already here. I started out looking up uh, 2023 uh, UFO sightings. And it just, dude, I just circled down the rabbit hole from there. And this is did, all on TikTok. I, I, I don't even have a TikTok hey, account. First of all, look into it, okay? <laughs> Second of all, look into it. Third, did you know that there was a uh, crash landing of a UFO in Las Vegas recently? I did not. Yeah, and I know what you're thinking, like, where? well, where's the UFO ship? Well, there was a second ship that came down and picked it up. Kind of like a UFO uh, AAA. That's convenient. And then they uh, show uh, people go out to the to crash site, 
because they said that there were there was two uh, aliens out there. You know, being the expert that I am, I know that they were gray aliens, and uh, which come in two sizes, obviously, Chris. Right? You know, uh, gray, gray, were, were, were gray aliens. Fifty shades of gray. <clears throat> Are you trying to make fun of what I'm telling you? <laughs> The gray aliens, they, they can be anywhere from seven to eight feet, and, and then there's a smaller variety, about four, four to uh, 4.5 feet. Um, so there was a, they, and they called on the 911, they called them out there saying that, you know, a uh, spacecraft had crashed, and this is not a joke, and there was an eight-foot alien and another one out there. And they show, you can look in the background, they circle, it's a little fuzzy, but you can see one of the gray aliens. But what they don't show you, which you find out later, if you look in the slot fence, there's a set of uh, alien fingers. And you're and doing the motion, right? So they were doing jazz fingers? Alien jazz fingers. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Newsflash, aliens invented jazz. But... <laughs> Okay, Chris. Now, stay with me here. I've had a lot of time on this. Too late. Um, did you know <laughs> that the gray aliens aren't even aliens? I no, I didn't know that. Turns John. out, what has your research told you? My research has told me. Okay, well, let's back it up a little bit. Oh God, great. Um, <laughs> first of all, the election coming up. Somehow, Michelle Obama is going to be involved in this, and Trump again. And unfortunately, Trump wins. But it's necessary for the impending nuclear war that's going to happen, drives the humans underground. And then they start to evolve. Hence the bigger heads, the bigger eyes, because you have to see in the dark now, the smaller mouths because there's not a lot of food. Um, they become time travelers, and they're actually just coming back to observe our, our wrongdoings. So gray aliens equal human, evolved human time travelers. So Johnny, wh when did you start microdosing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's all there. The truth <laughs> is out there, Chris. Uh, you need to get a job. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I still think it's funny that you don't have time to read a book. How could I read a book <laughs> when I'm doing this important research? Dude, how fucking scary would it be if somehow Michelle Obama does end up in our next election? <laughs> oh, and you're going to, I demand credit. <laughs> yeah, I predicted this. It's like fucking anytime the Oscars happen and you actually Oh, when I predict the winner of best Yeah, and picture. you're like, I picked that back in freaking July. And you're like, Johnny, everyone knew he was going to win. He, he went. He <laughs> Actually, I almost said a bad word. See, Chris is Chris is laughing right now because my my look of hurt that I'm giving him. <laughs> I just want to see your alien jazz fingers one more time. All right, hey, you know what? On this episode, we are going to be doing top five. We're kind of interchangeable word here, but top five uh, examples of karma, comeuppance, poetic justice, whatever you want to call it. So, top five. Karma strikes back. Whatever. I mean, they're all interchangeable. Okay. You go with that. I'm going to go with poetic justice. All right. Because I just got to sound a little bit more highfalutin than you, you know. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about, our meat and potatoes portion. I think we're going to talk about the new Spider-Man animated movie. You don't want to talk more about aliens? I mean, I don't feel like you're... <laughs> I feel like, Chris... You're looking at me like you don't believe me. Like you think that I'm like making this up. Uh, I'm still on the fence. I'm going to have to do some research. 
I know I just blew your mind with aliens are really human time travelers from the future. Yeah. It's a lot to take in. It took me a couple nights. <laughs> to make peace with it, wrap your mind around it. Uh, all right. Uh, and then we're going to recommend some shit. You know what you're going to recommend? Oh, I do. I do. Do you? Actually, I do too. I just came up with that on the fly. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess let's get this party started. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, savages. Ha! What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. Thank you for that intro, Donnie Darko. Wait, 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 wait. That, you know, I don't... It sounded exactly like you. You know what? That's something that a shape-shifting lizard person would say. All right, real quick. Peek behind the curtain. We did that. That was the second take. Because apparently my first take wasn't good enough. Which I could have totally understood. But going, doing the circling back to the lizard people. You fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't see that one coming. (laughs) God. Hey, hey Chris. uh, Not to beat a dead horse. But you did see the lady getting off the plane. Because there was a... uh, shape-shifting lizard person next to her on the airplane and she looked like the crazy one okay all right this is a fucking top five karma comeuppance poetic justice examples that you and i have what's your number five uh my number five would be uh jeffrey dahmer does all those horrible things and goes to prison and is killed by the inmates and I think I, I was like 16. Didn't he get like a broomstick rammed up his bottom? I don't know. I a, just remember him being like bludgeoned. I remember that. Oh my gosh. The, the officers just lost track of him for a quick second. <sighs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even his, his mom, I remember at the time. Like, I bet everyone's happy right now. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't really, you know, completely indifferent to it. Like, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna lose sleep for Jeffrey Dahmer. But the only thing, I didn't watch that Netflix show. Apparently, I was the only one who didn't. But I had a, and you might have been the one that told me this. But like, had the, his whole like room of terrors, and had like a victim in there, and he's like, yeah, yeah, don't go in there. There's a bunch of gay stuff. <laughs> like, he'll be creeped out, and the cops are like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what he would say to like the cops too, like all the time. Like, well, I'm a homosexual, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay, well, yeah." I guess that explains the knife and the handcuffs. So, speaking of fucked up, all right, my number five. Uh, there was a, the city I, I was raised. There was a woman who was like a middle school um, teacher, mm-hmm. and she like 
every fucking week would like write a letter to the editor and the local paper just like on her moral high horse and like just saying how girls dress like sluts and like everything like gay people are going to hell she was huge like anti-abortion just this moral high horse and like growing up i remember my parents always grumbling about this woman's letters to the editor and when i moved out here they're like hey you know what happened to her i was like no she was like this serial child molester what and like molested like dozens of her students and she like kept a journal about it and wrote detailed like what she did and as, as far as i know I mean, she's still in prison but it was just like one of those classic examples of like I swear, the people that scream the most about having like moral integrity, the ones that always got those skeletons in their closet. So yeah, like those, uh, like the the like the preachers and shit. Oh yeah, no, I got I got one of those on. Okay, here. yeah, okay. All right, what's your number four? My number four is uh, police in Turkey tried to stop a pride parade by using water cannons, but accidentally created rainbows. <laughs> See, that's poetic justice. Dude, that's amazing. Poetic justice. Let's <laughs> go. All right. So, speaking of the pastor, so Pastor Ted Haggard of New Life Church was vehemently anti gay, like supported a ban on same sex marriage in Colorado. He was like one of the most charismatic and uh, influential evangelical leaders, had like an audience of like more than 30 million people. Um, and then not too long ago, uh, a sex worker, gay sex worker came out and was like, oh yeah, he's been one of my regulars for years. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Poetic justice. All right. What's your number three? Number three is, uh, this came from, uh, a man stole a lady's parking spot she was waiting for and, and also told her to F off. Uh, got to find out that she was also, in fact, the person that he was waiting to interview for a position. Oh, no, he was interviewing with her. He was interviewing with her. Oh, dude, that's perfect. <laughs> Can you imagine him walking in after doing all that? Like, oh, dude, that's <laughs> the best. Yeah. I love shit like that. I love hearing stories like that. That's straight up karma. I that mean, should have been that, my number one. At that <laughs> point, I mean, you're just like, if that's who you're like, and we just won't yeah. waste your time. So I'll just see my way out? Yeah, bye. <laughs> Dude, I love hearing those stories. Like, I love when people are not rewarded for being their normal asshole self. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number three, uh, one of my personal favorites, uh, right wing... Shock Jock, Rush Limbaugh, his whole career had this zero tolerance for drug offenders. Zero tolerance. Maximum prison sentence. And then he got caught with like 2,000 Oxycontin that he got from like four different doctors. And oh, I guess his zero tolerance uh, yeah. was not applicable to him. Zero, zero uh, tolerance for drug addicts. Yeah. And oh, wow, look at him. And I mean, let's be honest, dude. If I had the money Rush Limbaugh had, I would have 2000 Actually, and I remember hearing it was like 14000 Like to the point that even a drug addict like me was like, damn, that's a lot. I remember. But when I just looked it up now to confirm the yeah. amount, it said 2000 which, I mean, 
That didn't seem like that. I, I remember Rush Limbaugh and like Brett Favre. Like that happened like really close to each other with the whole Vicodins. Dude, the thing is, you know how long when I was on Vicodin that I pointed to Brett Favre like the fucker won the Super Bowl on Vicodin. Yeah. <laughs> He's a high functioning uh, uh, one of my peeps. I heard you sit throw them throw them up and like wipe them off and then re swallow them again. That's fucking gangster. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> pick, the, pick the pills out of his puke. Yeah. That's only funny to you and me, I think. <laughs> hey, why are you going to let it go to waste? It's all going to the same spot. I know, right? All right, what is your number two? My number two is uh, teens try and rob a 7-Eleven with fake guns while security guard with real gun is outside in his car. That was a... Uh, that made the rounds. That was all. They, sh- they showed the video. They come in with a toy gun, like water guns. Yeah. And they hop over the camera, and then the security guard walks in. And they're like, our guns are fake. Our guns are fake. And he goes, too bad. Mine's real. And he shoots them both in the arm. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Dude, like, you awesome. can hear one of the kids being like, am I shot? Am I shot? As he's lying there. And, and uh, they neither of them died, but learned a valuable lesson, too. Don't bring a toy gun to a freaking... Oh, armed uh, robbery? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, let's be honest. That's something you and I would do. <laughs> All right. My number... I would just do the the hand in the t-shirt. I got a gun. <laughs> it's like filled with dreams. I know that's your finger. No, it's not. Show it to me. I don't want it. <laughs> All right. My number two. I was in rehab with a guy who was a total dirtbag, like con man like made his living like tele he called himself a telemarketer but he would like rob little old ladies in middle america of their life savings his dad actually ended up going to prison for him to take the fall for his son like just a total dirtbag and i had a front row seat to seeing him he got conned and he fucking lost his mind like you got to see him getting arrested no 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 he got a con pulled on him where he like sent money that he had and it was a total con job (laughs) so the con man got con and he fucking lost his shit and what i've noticed with people when they're getting karma they don't like to be pointed out that it's karma coming back to bite him in his ass because then i was like dude like who are you to get pissed at this? You do this to people. No, this is different. I love it. And it's like, dude, people are not self-aware in this world. Yeah. You, you know? I mean, yeah, so that was, that was pretty satisfying. That was, that was satisfying. I thought we were going to come to blows because I was just laughing. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. That, is, that is good karma, though, the fact that he got conned himself. I know. The best. All right, what's your number one? My number one happened uh, when my brother and I were uh, still living at my mom's house, and we heard a loud car crash, no tires screeching or anything, just bam, and we ran out there, and it turns out two drunk drivers (laughs) ran into each other head on on our street. That's awesome. (laughs) And when the cops got there, they were laughing and whispering, fucking justice <laughs> dude that's amazing did you know were any of them were they, uh, either one of them hurt uh drunk drivers never get hurt no neither one of them were hurt and uh one of them happened to be like one of my friends uh, dads and i had to knock on the door saying your dad's been in an accident 
you know, it's kind of surprising. It was not a surprise when he got in. Kind of surprising. I never <laughs> got a DUI. With all the times I drove inebriated. I never drove at night, but I sure as hell drove at two o'clock in the afternoon. No, at night, you're just asking for trouble. At two o'clock in the afternoon, they're not looking for it, bro. Yeah, I know. They're not. Plus, my dealer's got my cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> The cocaine's not going to get itself. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, my number one. This was a personal story. Uh, so during film school, I worked at a Yuppie's Blues Bar in Long Beach, the Blue Cafe. And uh, I was the, the doorman. So, and that means that uh, I was the smaller guy, not the muscle. Were, you, were and, you the one that looked at the IDs and then held up? Yes, and like took the cover charge. Nice. Uh, and so then we normally have like a big bouncer guy. But during the week... They're like, eh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. You can do it on your own. So there's one time I was working and there was like four guys being fucking drunk, being assholes. And it was like, I'd roll up to them and we're like, you guys got to go. And they just looked at me and fucking started laughing. Like, what are you going to do about it? <sighs> and I was kind of sitting there like, well, I guess I'm going to go fucking call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because I'm not, you know. And the guy nearest me who said that, he looked over my shoulder and his fucking face turned white. And behind me, there were 10 Hells Angels that I had let in for free. Oh, nice. Like an hour before. Did you get some And I, I kind of knew the, the, the sergeant, he was the Orange County Sergeant of Arms of Hells Angels, came up behind me and they're flying their colors. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Chris, we got a problem here. Those fuckers jumped up and ran out so fucking quick. And I was like, I will never forget this story. <laughs> this was like, you fantasize about shit like that happening. <laughs> and it was like, I had 10 Hells Angels who had my back. And it was the most satisfying. Uh, so the karma, I'm tying in the karma aspect. Because uh, good karma, I let in Hells Angels for free. And it paid off for me. Did they, uh, did they put their uh, chartered uh, vest on and then you started their, the motorcycle first try and then proceeded to crash through a, <laughs> through a billboard? <laughs> I jumped on the table and did the tequila dance. <laughs> uh, anyway, you really cracked yourself up. Oh, I did. I love Because I could picture you as people. Actually, really. it's funny. There was a meme. There was a meme going around about... Uh, <laughs> Pee-wee in a suit, like, yeah, you laughed at Pee-wee's suit, and now all your sons are going to prom wearing the same suit, and it's totally true. 100%. 100% true, the Pee-wee Herman suit. (laughs) Anyway, all right, that was our top five karma, poetic justice, come up in stories. Desert loving in your eyes all the way If I listen to your lies, would you say I'm a man without conviction I'm a man who doesn't know how to sell A contradiction, you come and go Come and go, you come and go. 
Okay, uh, now we're going to discuss Spider-Man's uh, newest animated movie, Across the Spider-Verse. Is that right? That is correct, Johnny. Uh, all right. So the first one, Into the Spider-Verse, I thought was great. The animation was great. Stylistically, the story was great. I, I loved everything about it. So the second one, I'm all in. It was coming out that first week, and it happened to coincide. My parents were here for Jackson's high school graduation, and I just wanted to go see it. So I'm like, hey, Mom, Dad, you want to come? And they're like, oh, sure, Spidey, you know, I'm like, okay. So we sit down in the theater. The movie starts playing. Ten minutes into it like super artsy like kind of oh sty stylistically yeah it is so far and beyond it's time in animation right now it i look at my parents and they haven't seen the first one and i'm like oh wait, you'll pick up on wait, it wait they hadn't seen the first one no it has that second movie has so much to do with the first movie uh, no, no it does it does <laughs> 10 minutes into the movie i look over at my parents and i was like thought oh this was a bad idea and of course when the movie's over and we're all walking out and jamie jackson and i are like it was great we loved it my mom dad what'd you think my mom i think this is a direct quote it was neat yeah. <laughs> like i'm like i'm sorry guys i probably shouldn't have invited you to this but i think my parents are from a generation of like old school Disney movies like yeah. Snow White and shit. Yeah. So I think, dude, Into the Spider is like punk rock animation. I mean, it, it really aggressive. I mean, uber stylized on steroids. Uh, but I mean, we're not going to ruin anything, but you were the first report I got back. And your son. Donovan, dude, Darko had some problems with it. Well, and you said that, and so I went into it, and I was like, well, I mean, you were like, I loved it. I understand why he was a tad disappointed you know, with it, but... That's their generation. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, and I'm not giving anything away. It, le it ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And the sigh that came from, f like, 14 to 17-year-olds in that audience, it was, they were so pissed. And I go, and I'm like, what's your deal? And they're like, and they all said the same thing to me because I asked a couple people. I said, why, why are you so mad? They're like, I waited five years for this movie to come out. And I was like, hey, the way I saw it, I was like, cool, they're going to make another one, you know? But they, they were like, no, I waited five years. <laughs> I mean. They haven't really, you know what? They haven't had to, to deal with this that much in their life. Like what? They, they did one new uh they got they had they got to see like a new Roderick in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and that's about the hardest thing that they've had to deal with so far. You know, you've been seeing all these uh, uh, like memes or these videos coming out talking about Gen Xers and like you know, like the younger millennials and Gen Zs, kind of like giving Gen Xer shit. Saying why is anyone giving Gen Xer shit? And it's like. All of the ones, like, Jamie will send them to me, they're fucking spot on. Yeah. I mean, all of them are like, we weren't allowed in the house. <laughs> like, Oh, when they said, like, you guys drink from hoses? <laughs> like, were the sinks not available? And it's like, yeah. and no, and it's totally everything. It's like, we weren't allowed in the house. Everything's and true. And, like, the commercial of, 
you know, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your kids <laughs> are? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but the reason why I brought that up is that I've seen like this younger generation will never understand. We didn't have entertainment on demand. We couldn't go, hey, I want to watch freaking SpongeBob. I'm going to just go on and go into, you know, oh, you dude, know freaking DVR and watch. So it's like instant gratification with like, like, dude, fucking end of Empire Strikes Back. You knew you weren't going to know what was going to happen. Years. Freaking years. And it's it was like, like, it was like three or four years ago. And I don't know if that's really his dad. Do you think he just said that because he's Darth Vader? Oh, do no, you, there are debates. Do you, do you think he's really his dad? And wait, spoiler alert, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen Empire Strikes Back by now, dude, don't even fucking listen to our podcast. Actually, speaking of which, I'm going to digress for a second. So my former boss and I have been talking about doing this documentary. You know about it. Oh, yeah. I think I'm flying out to the east coast in august so he has never watched a star wars movie and i'm like you know what dude we should go and i think it's evolved to the reason why i'd be flying out is that there's a booth or there a comic book convention in his area and he's gonna get a booth and we're gonna set it up as like i've never seen star wars tell me what i'm missing and it's like People lose their shit. Yeah, I find it. I, I'm a very offended. When I know. Happens. And now it's to the point where he's so invested in this. He's like, I just like the reaction I get from people when I say that I haven't seen Star Wars. Are you going to have a booth next to him? I'm going to be filming the whole thing. <clears throat> no, you should have a booth next to him for what's the fucking uh, what's the fucking movie you still haven't watched that I loaned you? Oh, dude, there's a whole list of them. Speaking of which, I saw, I found Super Troopers the other day in my That's, door. Well, yeah, yeah, Chris. I have it. I'll give it to you right when we're done recording. No, you're, you you're welcome. Watch, you need to watch it. I don't even think I have a device that plays DVD players anymore. I'll be totally honest. You know what's funny is when I gave that to you, I just went and bought a new copy. I gave you that's <laughs> your copy. Oh, no, I'm giving it back to you. Unwatched. You even texted me one time. Oh, it's on right now. <laughs> I know. I sent it to you and Lou. Oh, it's on. Should I stop and watch it? No. Uh, I know. At this point, you've kind of... So anyway... Let's go back to Spider-Man, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, we, we warned you. We weren't prepared. <laughs> Let's talk about freaking the Greys. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> the aliens are out there and they're all gray. Uh... Anyway, so I kind of get your son being a little disappointed. Well, who was your favorite character? Um, In the uh, new movie. Mine was Spider-Punk. I really loved Spider-Punk. Who was the actor that played him? I know who it was. He's it was the, someone big, right? He Well, it sounded like everybody thought it was Eldris Elda, but it's the guy that's in um, all of like uh, uh, Get Out. And all those that trilogy. Oh, the guy who was the who's going to be the, the first character. black uh, James Bond, and everyone freaked out. Everyone, no, everyone thought it was Eldris Elda. It's not. Oh, it's, oh. A, it's the guy that's in the Get Out trilogy. Uh, okay, I don't know his name. I'm. I'm. He yeah. he was like the main character, and uh, anyways. Hold on, no, I'm I'm looking it up right now. 
Darko was not a fan of him because there was some tension between him, Miles, and Gwen, kind of a triangle going on. Really? And uh, Darko feels very protective over Miles and Gwen. And then if you read on the internet, there's a lot of stuff saying that like Gwen's either bi or lesbian. Yeah. There's a bunch of hints in her room, apparently. Yeah, it... I kind of saw that too, that they're saying that she was maybe gay or bi or something. Not that there's Or, or no, actually, I think it was uh, like transgender. Really? They're, yeah. But at this point, though, I kind of feel like people are looking for. Yeah. I don't know. They go down a rabbit hole looking for aliens on TikTok uh, dude, and they come out thinking. Weird. Weird. <laughs> weird. Hey, you know what? Emperor Palpatine, gray. His skin was gray. Was that on TikTok too? No, I just I just thought of that. <laughs> Maybe, I'm I'm putting the, I'm connecting the dots, Chris, Chris. Chris, can you help me make a TikTok video when we're done with this? <laughs> I don't even have TikTok. I don't. Yeah, I think it's a device from uh, Chinese government to well, spy. Should, you should look into it. <laughs> <laughs> Do a report on it. Uh, hey, we, have we ever done top five conspiracy theories? We did, right? I think so. We gotta probably keep track of all our topics. Or parts. did we? <laughs> I mean, because if we haven't, that would be a good one. Uh, pretty, sh- pretty sure we have. I'm sure our tens of fans will remind us that we. Uh, oh, that you know was it's episode a, 35. <laughs> dude, you know it's disconcerting when you're talking to someone and like it's not even an old episode, just the previous one, and they'll go, "Oh yeah," and they'll say something, and I'm like, "Huh?" Like you said that in the episode. I'm like, "Did I?" Like I don't fucking remember. Uh, yeah, Andy's Andy's son Carl will bring up like our last podcast, and then he'll bring it up to his mom. Like, obviously, Johnny said it in the last podcast episode. <laughs> Were you not listening? And then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he still trans? Just yeah. Like, oh, dude, is he? Oh, is He's he, a Dom Patroller, dude. No shit. Carl's Carl's another ninja. Is he uh, white belt? Yeah. All right. White belt. Hey, white belt. One stripe. Oh. <sighs> He's like, the, you know, all those memes where it's like... Pussy magnet. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I sent him all the white belt one stripe memes, dude. Oh, dude, can you imagine being a white belt one stripe? Like, the level of shit you don't know is impressive. Yeah, like, but he was... he was uh, uh, I think he went all the way up to gray black. So, he's at that age where you stop doing kids jujitsu. You're too, you're too um, big for kids. But you're you're pretty, you know. You don't have the the mass body weight yet as an adult, dude. Those competitive like juvenile blue belts, they're are, are they're black belts. They're, they're they've pre- been training that long. They're pretty much black belts. Like, dude, they're freaking black belts. Oh, speaking of that, lost my first place in line this morning to <sighs> Professor Cole. Went this, went and stood next to me. <sighs> Yeah, that's cool. It was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And you know what? Dude, that kid's been a black belt for years. It was so hard to call him Coach Cole. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's Professor Cole. It's Professor Cole now. Anyways, let's get back to Spider-Man. We're talking about Spider-Man. Sorry, guys. Uh, So, look, dude. If you like the first one, the second one is just as cool. The animation... <clears throat> I really feel like is leaps and bounds to anything that's out there. Um, 
Yeah, I would actually say the first one, Into the Spider-Verse, is probably my second favorite animated film. What's your first? Uh, Rango. Oh, yeah. You really like Rango. Oh, dude, I love Rango. I, um, I like uh, Megamind. That's just stupid. With Will Ferrell? No, I know. Brad but for, you're being your number one? I don't know if it's my number one. No, it, the Spider-Mans are my number one animated. Yeah. Too. I was see. I was always a Spider-Man kid growing up. There was I wasn't Superman or Batman. I was always I was a card-carrying member of the uh, Spider-Man's uh, Crime Fighter Club. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you feel like a hypocrite when you carried that and you were committing crimes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just undercover, like Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> I was infiltrating <laughs> the criminal organization. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh Anyway, we didn't really talk too much about... I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I didn't want to ruin it, but it's definitely... I really like... I didn't hear as much about the second one, this one, Across the Spider-Verse, because the first one, everyone was tripping. The first one, because everyone's like, you know, like, because they've had so many, like, uh, Marvel animated stuff that was just, you know, straight to DVD or streaming. Yeah. And, you know... It came out, it was special, and this one's just as cool. Yeah, just don't take your parents if they haven't seen it. (laughs) The first one. But I definitely recommend it. Yes, I recommend it too. All right. Hey, this is a good topic. Let's recap what we talked about. We talked about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We talked about Palpatine being a gray. Yes. We talked about Professor Cole. We talked (laughs) about uh, uh, Rango being my number one animated film. Am I missing anything? Oh, Star Wars. We talked about Star Wars documentary and that I'm bro- shooting with my boss. <laughs> I, I think we pretty much, we stayed hey, on target. Nailed it, dude. Fucking nailed it. Nailed it, dude. Fucking nailed it, dude. This Fucking might be the best it. episode we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking our tens of fans need to let us know how much they enjoyed it. Hey, real quick, because I told you. Uh, I remember if this is about fucking aliens. I'm getting up no, and I'm walking no, out. No, it's not. It's about Spider-Man. Did you know that there's more than one version of that movie in theaters right now? No, I did not. They released at least two versions where the scenes are subtly different just to be fucking weirdos. Dude, that, like, in, in, that's like shit you and, I, you and I do, like inside jokes. And yeah. we're the only two people who are aware and think it's funny. But so, that had to have cost them a lot of money. Right? And it, and they're like, they're just subtly different. Like, different takes and like, like, they're like, we've been waiting for people to notice. So they're like, people that see it multiple times are like, um, something different, a little bit different happened this time when I saw the movie. They're that's, like, yeah, we've been waiting for people to notice. That's funny. Huh? Fucking dorks. <laughs> Alright, hey, recommendation. So I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to pull a Johnny and I've only seen 
one episode. You do this all the time now. So quit no, saying it, Johnny, dude. I'm going to do, I've only seen one episode, but I've seen the first episode three times. So the series, it's on Amazon Prime. What porn are you talking about? <laughs> Between the Cheeks 24. Uh, the trilogy <laughs> was completed. Uh, so it's a sh- new show on Amazon called I'm a Virgo. And it's by the musician turned film director Boots Riley. And he created this series. I think there's like six episodes in the first season. And the premise is it's a kid who is like, I think he's 19 feet tall and kind of just, <laughs> I mean, we read an article about it and it was just like, yeah, it's about a guy's, I mean, I guess it's kind of maybe superhero-ish, but he's 19 feet 19 tall. 19 feet tall. Dude, not and, even gray aliens get up to 11 feet, dude. <laughs> oh, God. And... So anyway, I knew it was going to be kind of a quirky series or whatever. So I watched the first episode and I knew my family would love it. Like they would like the series. So I kept talking about it <clears throat> and Jamie said she'd watch it. So I didn't watch any more episodes. So I watched the second episode again with her and she's like, what the fuck? Like, it's just weird. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then Jamie told Jackson, like, oh, dude, you would love I'm a Virgo. So I fucking watched the first episode with him. So I'm hoping maybe tonight to watch the second episode. Uh, But you enjoy the first episode? I did. I mean, it's not. And oh, the other thing, it's kind of like Mr. Inbetween. It's like half an hour. Okay, Which that's is, a sweet spot, dude. Dude, fucking half hour. I don't even hesitate. I'm like, all right, put it, turn it on. I don't have any time for an hour-long show, but I always got time for a half-hour show. Oh, well, and then generally what happens is like, I don't got time, but I'll watch a half hour, and then I watch like three more, yeah. so I might as well have just watched a two-hour movie. But yeah, so far, I like it. I think the premise is interesting, interesting characters, um, so I recommend it. I'm a Virgo by Boots Riley. Okay. Well, Chris, I thought you were going to steal mine for a second. I have, shocker, I have a TV show that I'm going to recommend. It's on Amazon Prime. One day you're going to recommend a book. (laughs) One day, Johnny. And I'm going to go, what? I haven't read that book. (laughs) It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Jury Duty. Did you ever watch it? You remember my brother, Billy. Oh, credit where credit's due. This is all your brother. Billy was incessant about getting us to watch it. I haven't watched it. Yet. And he, well, now it's nominated for four Emmys, so it's been a. Uh, Is he going? I called it. Yeah, oh, I yeah. called it. He, my, 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 did. Billy is like. Uh, he can he can take the throne on for the Emmys. I got the Oscars. Everyone knows I got the Oscars. I called it. I called it. Yeah, but you're calling someone who's playing like a mentally challenged person. Of course they're going to win the Oscar. <laughs> Duh. You just don't go full. Yeah, you don't go full mentally challenged. <laughs> um, but it's 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 about uh, everybody. It's it's about a court case, and people are on jury duty. Everybody are actors except for one guy. And it's hilarious. And they have, like, one actor that you'd recognize from, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. And 
He's been in a bunch of stuff. And he plays like an exaggerated version of himself. You know what? The only thing is, though, dude, I really... I mean, I love like uh, um, Jackass, you know? The only part of Jack, I don't like when other people aren't in on the joke. It makes me uncomfortable. Like Borat, shit like Uh, that, like the hidden camera show. It makes me super uncomfortable. This is good. You're going to like it. You'll like it. I don't know if I could commit. Well, I mean, there's four Emmys waiting for him. (laughs) Say different. I called it. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks. Uh. Thanks, big bro, Billy, for recommending it and giving me something. I was going to recommend. Giving me more television shows to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Billy. Yeah. And I just think it's funny because (laughs) Billy is a teacher and you think he would be recommending. I've noticed like on our little group chat, if he recommends a book, he never goes to you. He's always like, Chris, I just read this. (laughs) You got to read the new Don Winslow book. It's so good. He doesn't even mention you. You're an afterthought. Don, hey, have you read Don Winslow's uh, his trilogy books? No, um, I'm re- I'm reading the first one right now. Really? But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some concrete evidence that you. I'm gonna test you. I said I'm just started it. So, fuck so you fucking so, you read the price? That doesn't count, read, bro. Read the price. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it and I oh it's twenty one ninety five. Hey, do you read e like uh, uh, Kindle or do you read physical books? Uh, I read physical books because I have many books bound in leather. What books? <laughs> what fucking books are you talking about? No, I like to, I like to read physical. I like to carry it around with me. I like I like to see it sitting on my table. <laughs> Unopened for days. <laughs> I like to use it for a coaster. Um, <laughs> I like to hide my money in the book. Uh, I like to cut the pages and make a secret drug stash in the book. So this is what I do. I go to a bookstore, a used bookstore, and I was like supporting bookstore, so I'll buy a book. Mm-hmm. But I start reading it, and then I always just end up going out and buying the same book on Kindle. Because you can make it bigger and stuff too. Yeah, and I'm blind as a bat. I've seen your I've seen your text messages on your uh, phone before. Oh. I mean, actually, let every, me see yours. Mine are mine are mine are this size. Mine are that size. I don't think mine's substantially bigger than yours. <laughs> no, I? yours is substantially bigger than mine. Wow, well, thanks, John. Oh, we're talking about text. <laughs> uh let me see. Let me see. Oh, really? Substantially? Be- I think. Yeah. That- no. Yeah. Dude, get the fuck out of Johnny. We need. I'm posting a picture after this. We're going to post a picture. Mine is not substantially bigger. It's bigger. Than yours. Dude, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and you better not lower that size. I'm going to get my son's phone. <laughs> We're going to post this on best frenemies. And Chris, you have a long text. We'll do one with a short text. We'll do one with like, we'll do like hello or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, because it it goes smaller when you have like really long. I, I don't know what you're talking about right now. All okay. right, what's your fucking song? You're starting well, to get irritating. This is our last episode. <laughs> hey, uh, the the weekend did a TV show called The Idol on HBO. Horrible, horrible 
car crash of a show. And if you say it's bad, it must be horrible. Dude, it's pretty bad. But on the show, he did do a really cool cover of John Lennon's Jealous Guy. And it's just a, it's a cool version of John Lennon's Jealous Guy. Even this might be shocking to you, since I'm a hashtag music head. Uh, I'm not familiar with that song. Okay, well, maybe it'll make you search out the original, but... Uh, Probably not. This is The weekend doing Jealous Guy. All right. And we'll see you guys... In three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and be quicker. Thanks, guys.